0: Well, so glad you could join us on a Sunday night here, not just any Sunday. Happy Easter to everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed uh, the holiday here. And as we heard right before we went on the air, just another week in Michigan. You know, an inch of snow tomorrow, highs in the low 30s, and then they're talking about high 70s at the end of the week. That's Michigan weather, no doubt about that. Jordan Young in the house, B.C. in the house, or I should say the B.C. in the house. Another edition <laughs> of Spin Out Golf here on 760 WJR. Congratulations to Jordan Spieth. Gets it done on Easter Sunday again. Wins the RBC Heritage uh, out at Town in the playoff over Patrick Cantlay. Guys, uh, let's start there. Uh, your thoughts on what you saw today. Well, I,
1: I, I, you know, speed obviously his putting is an issue. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of the whining, complaining about this guy and his putting. Go see a putting expert. Don't stand there on a the putting green at Augusta and yell at your instructor, swing instructor, why it's not going in all. You know, Jordan, go get it fixed. like everybody else does. Uh, whatever. I got no comment about this guy. Whatever. <laughs> I think you know where it's going to go at the end of the show with this guy too. <laughs> That, that lasted, what, four minutes?
0: Maybe he's back. Minutes. Couldn't,
1: he, couldn't take he was,
0: it. He was the kinder, gentler BC last week, and he's, he's, he's BC again. I Man. mean, you're in
1: the dome of Augusta. You know, you're in a happy mood, and now you leave Augusta, it's like, oh, reality, I'm back in the world again. Ah, forget it.
2: <laughs> I just, you know, that's the most golf I've watched. I actually came home after teaching this morning. I came home kind of early. I got home at about 1, one thirty. We had a little early Easter kind of family deal with my wife and her parents and their family. And I said, well, I'm going to sit down and watch some golf. I got to watch like 12 or 13 holes could barely keep my eyes open. But I learned a lot about this golf course. You can hit it in some pretty weird, goofy spots around the greens. It's like playing from sofa to sofa, uh, with all the, the dye stuff around there and the, and the, the bunkers, I mean, you it's like getting ledged up north at the bear. I mean, you just have to chip sideways a few times, but uh but I don't know. I think Spieth kind of backdoored. He played pretty well. He he had some putting issues and he dodged probably about 15 or 20 bullets there coming down the stretch. I, I honestly thought that Lowry was gonna win um or Cantley. And uh, you know, he got a two two man playoff and you know, Jordan Spieth is kind of lethal at that.
0: You know i wanted to ask you bc there were there were some gusts of wind today and i remember you uh telling us about kiowa last year and and how the mm-hmm. wind is crazy there is it is it similar to that i know it's a couple hours away but uh is is it similar to kiowa how the wind can just screw with you at that course
1: well i think it's worse because you have ocean winds and you have the calabogie Calabog- sound winds and then you have the lower winds underneath the tree levels so if you're hitting the ball low, which is tough to do there because you can't stop a ball in the green because it's so small. And if you hit it up in the air, you could be totally surprised, even though you know exactly pretty much in general where the wind's coming from, but you can get a gust from the, coming up the calabogie sound in the other direction and you're totally fooled. And you know, and Spee said it in his press conference that the wind was kind of changing and it was coming back down the sound there at the end. And that's where he thought he had a chance, you know, because he was in a few groups earlier. But yeah, the, the wind gusts at that place are, is really tough because the fairways are really half the fairways because of the overhanging trees. You have to hit it on the correct side of the fairways uh, to approach the whole locations because there's a lot of trees right near the greens that you can't hit over. So that's what makes the course neat. And uh, I think it'll be timeless for a long time.
0: You guys have a chance to talk to James Pyatt in case people missed it. Had a good day on Thursday. Uh, he was even uh, through the first shot four over uh, on on day two and, and missed the cut. But, you know, as he told us last week, look, he's in learning experience mode. I mean, this this is stuff that he's going to use moving forward for years. Did you guys get a chance to talk to him about his experience?
1: I, I talked to him a great length today um, on his drive home. Him and Zach Rosendale were on their way home today uh they kind of tied one on last night so they kind of slept in but uh uh james said he hit you know he hit the ball really good off the tee which you know he kind of didn't do at augusta but he he did a couple little loose iron shots that you don't have to be too loose by too much so his greens and regulations uh were kind of tainted because he putted a lot from off the green uh and it doesn't show up as a putting stat so it really wasn't as bad as as it looked um, yes, we need to tighten up his wedge play because he didn't make very many birdies. But, again, he sounded pretty positive about the way he played. And uh, he's coming home now for about three weeks of college events. I,
2: I thought his, he looked more competitive, not that he wasn't at Augusta. but I thought he was going to make the cut. Um, he turned there. He had that eagle. He got to, I think, two over. and then he, Or maybe it was three over, and then he made the eagle. And then he ran into a couple, couple bad uh, holes there. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but um, you know, you can say, "Hey, you missed a cut by this, missed a cut by that." It's only a matter of time where making the cut's going to be a normal experience for him. That's that's just my belief.
0: Right. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, if day one's any indicator, I mean, you know, you shoot even, and and you at least put yourself in that position to to say, "Okay, forget about making the cut. Let's take a move up the scoreboard."
1: exactly yeah if you see the scores the second day the scores were the average score was over par so um you know just he was maybe didn't get off a good good enough start but uh he was in position and now he knows he had a little heat on him and and unfortunately james knows he's got heat on him with the whole situation of where he is and that the uh the opportunities he's getting and what people are giving him and he's very thankful for it but uh you know, that's why I'm trying to lighten the load on him and tell him it's okay. It's for the long haul, not just a short sprint.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest part right now. I mean, uh, he, he certainly isn't short on confidence, and I say that as a compliment. I mean, that's he knows he belongs. Right. He's shown he he belongs. But, uh, BC, to your point, it's not that easy when you're at that level. And it, and it really is, I, I have to reiterate, a learning experience and, and uh, you know, trying to forget some of those things
1: yeah it, it's it, it's a switch from being a college player or being an amateur playing and being you know one of the top 20 players in a 130 player field you're probably not the top 130 player in that field so it's it's really difficult to you know because I kind of know the way he quietly thinks about that stuff that he might not be the best player but I, I think over the course of time he's going to start believing that uh He's getting it. uh, He's going to get it done his way, and that's what he really has to start believing.
2: Well, look, look at the guy. Look at the guys last week at the Masters. I had people asking me what was wrong with Rory and what was wrong with Jordan Spieth. That was a week ago. Yeah. And Rory has this lightning round, shoots up the leaderboard, and now Spieth is a winner. That's kind of how golf is. Yep. You just you just keep chugging away, and you see what happens, and you just never know.
0: Uh, RBC, of course. Uh, Jordan Spieth wins in the playoff today. Next week, uh, the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, uh, fellas. We are only a month away from the PGA Championship uh, at uh, Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa. Are you guys familiar with that one? By the way, I've been meaning to ask you that. And any any. any uh- th-
1: I think it's brutal and they redid it. Uh, you know, they played the senior PGA there last year and Bob Sauer, it's one of our club professionals finished fourth or fifth there, I think, uh, fifth. And, uh, he said, it's just brutal. It can come up and bite you at any moment. But, uh, I think Gil Hans redid it and I think they made it a lot more difficult than what it already was. So, you know, I'm here this week, heading for a buddy of mine, Scott Berliner. He, uh, Shot a 67 today, so he's in, in the top, whatever, 12 at the Club Pro Championship. That's our qualifier for the PGA. Um, but uh, that'll be tough. That'll be really tough in Tulsa.
0: Well, looking forward to that. No doubt about it. Uh, lots going on in the golfing world. Uh, Jordan Young, uh, BC in the house. So when we come back, we haven't had a chance to talk about um, the, the Saudi Gulf League. I'm really intrigued to get your guys thoughts on this, or at least Jordan's thoughts on Ooh. this. More on that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Happy Easter, everybody. Glad you could join us on a Sunday night here on 760 WJR. All right. Welcome back in. So glad you could join us Sunday night to spin on golf again. Happy Easter. Happy Passover as well. Uh, Passover uh, began the 15th. So want to make sure that I remember that, you know, before we talk about the the Saudi Golf League or whatever they're going to decide to call themselves. And certainly there have been a bunch of names whispered and rumored to be involved. I know you guys want to get into something. Eric Dortch, our fine producer, it said, I wanted to ask you guys what that Spieth move was all about. So, uh, yeah, definitely would love to hear your insight on that, guys.
2: Well, you know, Brian and I do this a lot with our students. We, we like to see people rehearse their move in slow-mo, whether it be backswing, down to impact, body feels, movement patterns, wrist patterns, whatever it may be. And, you know, I saw Spieth last week at Augusta, doing this and i saw him again doing it today but i saw him doing it a lot more because he was doing it right before every shot and it was pretty close to his trigger time i mean bc I, I, to me it looked like he was within about three seconds of pulling the trigger um but anyways in, getting into more detail uh, bc i'll let you go into what what you believe and i know that you were listening to cameron mccormick his coach talk a little bit about what they're trying to do but basically it was a complete reversal of his pattern correct
1: Yes. Uh, you know, Spieth has always, you know, had a weak left wrist on the on the club, a weak left wrist grip, I, I would say. You know, people would say one knuckle, whatever you want to say. And then in his transition, he turned it into a three knuckle grip with a lot of wrist bow, you know, and trying to mimic how to release the club in the downswing. But th- that kind of got the club a little bit steep early and then very flat late, a.k.a. stuck. So, uh, I mean, uh, the best way to change a pattern is, I guess if you're really trying to move something is to way overdo it. So, you know, Cameron had him going, you know, wrist extension early, you know, and, and try to keep the shaft more up and out longer. And, and by doing that, it kind of looks like he's throwing the club from, from the outside, which he really isn't the uh, hand path is going to stay inside, not to get extremely technical here, but he's still going to hit the ball from the inside, but try to trying to lose all that that club face D-lofting on his downswing, which makes his club eventually stuck a little bit closer to the ball. And well, I, I think uh, they were talking about his ball flight coming up a little bit more at Augusta. And obviously it's going the right way. He's, he's tamed it, as if you've seen Jordan from February until now. Yeah. It's, it's less of that move, and he's getting a lot more comfortable with it.
2: I think that it's important for the listeners out there, if you are getting lessons or you are working on your game, you have to take it tenfold going an inch isn't going to matter you've got to go a long way to feel something completely different i don't know how many times we're, we're in teaching lessons and we use video or the mirror and say hey you know bend your knees less and they bend their knees less and they feel like they're standing with their legs straight and you say hey take a look back in the mirror and they look back and their knees are bent way too much i mean people just don't right. realize how much they need to change until they either see it with their own eyes in a live view or you know, on video. And I just think that that's, that's really good for people out there to know. And I mean, it happened today. You've got to overdo it, overdo it, overdo it, overdo it, and overtrain it to make a change.
1: It's incredible that, uh, you know, before the advent of video feedback, uh, how good a Hogan or even a demerit, let's go back to Harry Cooper, who was one of the best swingers, of the you know, back in the 20s, and then Henry Cotton in the 30s how good their swings were with no video feedback, with just somebody watching them, and, and then they turned, uh, yeah, that's good. And then they just learned to feel. And uh, again, we're talking about maybe you know, a generation of bad putters uh, with this new generation of kids, but I, I just don't think they're feeling enough. They're not doing enough on their own Uh, To get these feels. And I kind of like what Jordan did. I mean, he went radical because he knew he had a big problem and he's still able to make cuts. And then eventually he won. So kudos to him.
0: You know, it's interesting. There have been so many rumors now. I mean, how long has this been out there? I mean, you guys would know better than I, but there have been so many rumors uh, about Greg Norman and this uh, Live Golf. And of course, uh, they do have a schedule uh, this year. It's going to be an eight tournament 255 million dollar series including oh by the way four events in the u.s uh pumpkin ridge golf club that is in july the trump national golf club in new jersey late july the international in boston uh early september and then mid-september rich harvest farms in chicago Um, part of it this week and and certainly the last couple months are all the names that are rumored uh, to be jumping on board uh, just this week. Bubba Watson, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood uh, were names that were thrown out there. First of all, guys, uh, y- your thoughts on, on this venture. I mean, this is something that I, you know again, you've heard about it for a while, but the reality of it, it seems like this is is, is really going to start up. You
2: know
1: I'm yeah, gonna, it's, it's for real.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm gonna send a couple little flashers out there and BC can 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 yeah, drop thanks for But but um, <laughs> you <laughs> know, I didn't really pay attention to any of this. I, I like Greg Norman. I liked him as a player. Uh, I respect him. I don't know what made him go down this road. I don't know what his uh, motivation was. Um, okay, so he's got this tour going. He's trying to bring big players in from all over the place, trying to bring them in with some money, some appearance money. It's just weird how that the PGA Tour seemed to not really be ready for this, and then they all of a sudden got this massive influx of money to pay the players on the PGA Tour more money, and like less people started to kind of go there and then they all just pulled back towards the PGA tour away. And, you know, they're going to have guys play and, and whether they pull, you know, lesser guys from the, from the corn Ferry tour or smaller tours, and they go over there and they win the big prize money, the eight million. So be it. Maybe they'll pull more people over two or three years down the line. And we'll be talking five years from now that this is a comparable golf tour. Who knows? I don't personally, I don't really care uh i have no skin in the game obviously i'm a pga member uh the pga tour is a different entity people don't realize that um but i i like to see people play in one place and play on the best tour in the world and right now that's the pga tour
1: okay i have two theories on this okay since i'm a conspiracy theorist (laughs) i believe that this tour was created to squeeze money out of the pga tour okay for one it worked on the second note, the PGA Tour had the PGA of China, okay? They were trying to go worldwide. They eventually they eventually took a stake into the European Tour. Now it's called, I'm not sure what it's called. DP World. DP World, thank you, thank Mr. God. 67, Scotty. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have a month. No, it's my Thank it's my got. associate associate producer over there. <laughs> so so sorry, Doris. So I I think they, they pulled back from there, and then uh, they then the powers to be, Greg Norman, who's got an axe to grind with the PGA Tour, jumped in and said, "Hey, we've got an opportunity here, and obviously there's money out there to to put into it." Now the players. I don't know. I mean, if you talk to anybody in the world, they still believe the PGA Tour is the place to be and the, the place to play. And I, I believe that, and I probably always will believe it, the The best play here. And you know what? When when some of the best start jumping over to that tour and the PGA Tour loosens its <laughs> restrictions on playing elsewhere, then I'll start believing it. But as of now, I don't believe it's going to fly. It, it It'll fly in some aspects, but not you're not going to get the macaroys and the you know the tigers and those kind of players there
2: they're playing That's some a, great golf courses and they have great purses and they have right. some competition against some of the pga tour events
1: well i'm glad they're at bedminster because you know my association left bedminster the pga which is going to, to uh to a tulsa this year and not not just you know I'm, I'm glad someone's filling that spot at bedminster
0: hmm. That's a question I wanted to ask you, you guys. I mean, the, the easy question is: Is this good for golf? This sounds like it's good for certain golfers. N- maybe not golf itself. Is that the fair way to look at it?
1: I, I think so. I, I, I think that's right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure about the TV contracts, where it's going to fit in schedule wise, when they're going to play. They're going to play at the same time the PGA Tour is playing on the weekends. I mean, who's going to be watching that? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching. Um, you know, the PGA tour at all times, you know, I, 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 don't know. I don't really don't know their scheduling.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be intrigued to see this. It, it really seems like a few months ago that uh, BC, I think you use the term. I if, I, if you didn't correct me, but it seems like guys got scared off like a few months ago. Oh no, no, no. I'm not involved in that. And you know, everybody kind of did the pull back and everything. And, and now In the last couple months, you're starting to hear more names uh, attached to this. Now, whether it comes to fruition or not, I guess we're all going to have to take the wait and see.
2: Yeah, well, I can't find that list, that official list yet. So,
0: yeah, it's it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Coming up on 730 on a Friday night. So glad you can join us. Some other news. And happenings in the world of golf. But when we come back, uh, Jordan Young, BC. I'm Sean Bellegian. Glad you could join us Sunday night right here, Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. I always love getting messages from Jeff Marcero uh, during <laughs> the show. Uh, I'm going to read this uh, this message in case you haven't seen it already, BC. No need yep. to hold your tongue let loose bc
1: okay i must (laughs) i must have our producer's finger on the button then (laughs) okay because uh uh, the bleep button because uh uh, (laughs) i mean my good friend frank beckman said do your best not to use the f word and (laughs) everything else they can catch but that word just doesn't sound good bc and easter of all of all times is not a good time to let it slip no no
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, by the way, congratulations to, uh, HJ Kim, uh, the winner, uh, in Hawaii on the lady side, uh, shoots 11 under, uh, what was that? A $2 million purse. She wins by two strokes. Uh, congratulations to her out in Hawaii for getting it done on the LPGA side.
1: Yeah. The scores again on the weekend kind of flattened out. I guess it blew a little bit more today, but you know, Hawaii with the, the wins, but they, nobody really went, nobody really ran away with it. You know, they all kind of bunched up and there you go.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting, especially, uh, you know, for anybody who's been to Hawaii um, and, and you've played golf there, unless you know what you're doing, uh, I, that place will eat you alive. And I I'm living proof of that. I mean, the wind coming off of every one of those beaches is unbelievable. It, it, it's The average human doesn't understand, like, how how treacherous it is if you haven't gone out there and tried it.
2: Never played there.
0: Really?
1: Nope. Never played there.
2: I think I'd be let down if I went and played golf there, but I could be It's an
1: extremely long plane ride. That's all I know.
2: (laughs) It's a really long boat ride, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) If I could drive, I'd go.
2: (laughs) BC, BC, we didn't get into it much last week, but... uh, you guys got to spend some time uh, on the range. I don't know if you spend much time on the range with Bryson, but you and I kind of, you know, glass licked the ropes there as James and, and Bryson were playing together last week, and, and they were supposed to play together in the par three. So he recently had surgery. Did you hear exactly what happened? I know he fell uh, on, the, on some granite floor playing ping pong. But do you yeah, because yeah. of his
1: surgery, he, he said it was no, not really. I did he did you know, and he was pretty open about it with James. And James really hasn't shared with me what he said, but they were talking pretty freely about it. He just knew as a matter of time that he had to get it done. Um, he kind of let it go at first and thought it would get better by, by resting it, and it never did, honestly. And and it, they thought he might have done some damage to it, um, when he came back and started playing. Um, but Really not much has been said of what really injured it. I, I know that really exasperated it, but I thought he originally did it with basketball ping and then ping pong, ping right? Pong. Ping pong is what they said, but, but price even said he did something to, in basketball too. And then the ping pong thing is the most uh, widely, um, yeah. uh, advertised for him. But, uh, I think it's going to be a quick recovery for him, but, uh, you know, it, it's funny, uh, Jordan. We never really talked about how much skinnier the guys looked at Augusta. Yeah. You know, Kepka's really toned down, and now they're talking about lean mass instead of bulk mass. You know, it's just unbelievable how the tide has kind of turned the other direction. And I, saw, I don't think Bryson was as big. You know, he, he, he definitely was there. He so he I, was there. I think they're going to go a little bit more lean.
2: I just saw a picture today of uh, Smith, Cam Smith and Scott staying bulky. And, uh, <laughs> Scott <I'm> staying bulky. <laughs> Scott's <laughs> staying bulky. Yeah. yeah.
1: he you just say he's staying bulky? Yeah.
2: Cam, Cam Smith, uh, you know, he had this kind of Aussie outfit on. I don't know if it's from the Olympics last year or not, but, and then uh, they showed him from the Gusta and I was like, wow, like he looks like he's lost 60 pounds and he did look lean and fast and, and really good, and I'm like, yeah, I remember he did used to look like that. He looks a lot, he looks a lot better with the squirrely hair, lean than he looked with the squirrely hair, a little, a little bigger. So, good point, BC.
0: Isn't it amazing how that's changed over the years? I mean, people were mocking Jack Nicholas years ago for being quote unquote chubby, and then you know, you look at Stadler, and 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 people called heck, people called Phil hefty for a long time. It it really is um a, a training regiment now with these guys. I mean, these guys are training. They are professional athletes, but they're training like professional athletes. Gone are those days that you see those guys carrying extra 15, 20, 40 pounds on the tour.
2: Well there's some there's some Phil Kessels for the PGA tour. You know, there's <laughs> look at Higgs, right? I mean that guy yeah. at masters there is is he had a sweater on. It kept coming up over his belly like about eight inches every time he swung in the club. But the guy's super talented, and he doesn't care. Uh, you know, I think it's every person's a little different. But uh, you are seeing more guys kind of lean it up a little bit and just get faster instead of bigger. I guess.
1: I I, th- I just think they're gonna. I mean, the guys are really really conscious of being able to play into the late forties and or not late forties, but in the late thirties and early forties and be extremely competitive. Lee Westwood certainly has done it. Phil certainly has done it, and. And I think that's all because of fitness and diet and paying attention to the way you you move. So you know, obviously, we've got better trainers, better better instruction, and people are just paying more attention. They want to play play. They want to feel better, but they want to play longer. Look at Lowry,
2: right? Lowry Lowry likes a few pints, doesn't he?
1: Uh, yeah, I won't tell you that the average number of pints he drinks a day, but it was it was staggering it was, when I talked to his caddy at Augusta.
2: Just it was more than on one
1: hand. Uh, it was a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, as it, Jordan, as you alluded to, uh, Bryson uh, is going to miss the PGA. It is only a month away again, in Tulsa, and 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 that obviously is a disappointment for everybody, including you, B.C. Who. Uh, if people missed the show last week, you've done a one eighty. You and Bryson, you guys are old chums now. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're like this now. That's right. Like That's my man now. I'm picking him like glad. Used to pick Westwood now. I'm picking West him every week out for, forever. Westwood's, Westwood's out. out. Bryson's in. It's my new boy. <laughs>
0: <Now laughs> He's now the POW or POE. Yeah, I, I heard a rumor we might have that back later on in the in, in the last segment of the show. That it's just a rumor right now. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> it's 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 not a rumor anymore. I always like to ask you guys what's nope. going on around here. Uh BC, I remember the first year we did the show together, uh you made uh, such a great comment. You said why would people make a golf trip? You know, there are so many great courses in this state yeah. and there's there's, you know, I mean, you, like, honestly, I mean, you could go to so many majestic courses in this state, but you guys obviously have a busy schedule. I always like to ask what's going on with you guys.
2: Well, I, I can well, say uh, that there's, yeah, yeah. there's nothing going on because it's supposed to snow tomorrow.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I That's mean, bizarre.
2: All my students are pissed at me because I've been saying, oh, next week it's going to be nicer. The range will open. Well, I've been saying that for like five weeks now so but i did get outside today short game area uh yesterday and today for about two two and a half hours uh it wasn't (laughs) bad it was it was 40 degrees but it was doable and uh everybody everybody had a good time but that's all i got going on i think we've got a spring scramble starting next week our uh, tournament tomorrow is canceled our eastern chapter pro pro due to the weather so
1: that's it for me i i just got to get home and help my wife unpack uh we moved a few weeks ago she moved a few weeks ago while i was on vacation at augusta and my lovely wife took care of everything for me because you know she's great and uh i gotta get home and give her a hand and then get back to my students and then uh uh that's about it it was I, you know what jordan to speak of that I, I tried went out and hit some balls this afternoon it was like it was like 88 and muggy i just couldn't do it anymore so i just came back in the hotel room and relaxed
2: Nice, nice uh, up and down on the uh, comment on the wife there, BC.
1: Yeah, that was good, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was great. You know, Jordan, can I throw this out there, though? Like a day like today, you don't mind a day like today when, you know, you see the temperature and it's like 42 or whatever. But if the sun's out and the wind's not blowing, you can tolerate it. There's a big difference between being out there on that overcast day where it's just blustery and everything. It wasn't that bad today.
2: No, I mean, you know, you go to work every day and you're wondering like, what's it going to be like? And where's the wind direction coming from? And how is the sun going to be out? (laughs) And, And it's been for too many months now. And but today we got a little small taste of it, just enough to get out there and feel the grass burn, you know, it felt pretty good.
0: BC's just giving yeah, the thumbs and- down incessantly, incessantly.
1: Wow.
2: Hey, BC knows <laughs> and- when you when it's time to get work done, you gotta go get it done. You gotta get out there. Yeah, gotta feel the grass. Yeah, that's
1: the way it is. Gotta layer up. Get it done.
0: <laughs> gotta do it. Great. Well, let's hope it's not like the repeat of last summer. I mean, everybody, I mean, you guys had given instructions. Everybody was behind with all the rain last year. I mean, it was insane with all the rain last year. And uh, I remember Mike Face said he was like months behind in particular. And we look forward to Mike joining us again. All right. Final segment of the show on a Sunday night. So glad you could join us. Uh, The rumor. Well, it's not a rumor. Punk of the Week is back. Some other things to get into as well. Don't you go anywhere. Jordan Young, BC, Sean Bellegian, with you here on a Sunday night. So glad you could join us. Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Final segment of the show on a Sunday night. Glad you could join us. We were just talking during the break, and, you know, there are so many cool things happening that I, that I don't think a lot of people – know maybe know how it works the inner working so to speak and bc you're involved in one uh right now let everybody know what's going on because i mean it's who's kidding who it's the dream right
1: i think so for club professionals you know uh you know all classes class a members in in the pga of america which i'm a pga america member jordan's a pga of america member and and I've been lucky to make it through a, a few times and playing the PGA, but the starting point is our our professional championships for us in Michigan. And it usually happens last fall, late August uh, this September. And uh, like eight or 10 guys, like uh, I think 10 guys from Michigan qualified and came down here, but other sections, I think Scott's section is two guys qualified. It depends the size of your section. And there's 41 PGA sections. And those representatives, past champions, all come together here, 312 players. Uh, There'll be a cut after tomorrow, and then there's to 90 players in ties, and then a cut after three days, uh, 70 in ties. And then on Wednesday, uh, the final round, guys will be fighting it out for the top 20, which gives them the right to go to the PGA Championship in Tulsa. Now, to me, this is the biggest tournament in the world, and it always has been, and I've always treated it that way. Uh, PGA America treats, treats us unbelievable. Once you get to the PGA Championship, Jordan's happened to you know, share that with me a couple of times. It's it's the pinnacle of what we can do as as playing golf professionals, and it's uh, it's at some really really unbelievable venues the last 25 years that I've played in them, and uh, hopefully more.
2: You know, I've we're I've been... in
1: Austin, Texas this week.
2: I've been lucky to play in three or four of the club pro championships and Brian, you've probably played in about 24, Um, but you've, you've made it through to the PGA championship, a major um, I'm going to say four times or five times, three times, three times. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I'm giving you more credit than you actually deserve.
1: Yeah. A lot of senior uh... (laughs) PGAs, but,
2: (laughs) but uh, I would say that, when I spent the week with you at Kiowa and also the week with you at Whistling Straits, those were pretty cool experiences for the, for the week that we were there to be with you at the caddy. And, yeah, you are right. The PJ America takes those 20 PJ professionals that get to play in that event. They take great care of them. Uh, they get to enjoy that unbelievable experience with some of the best in the world. And you know what? I give the tour guys credit. For the most part, they treat, they treat you guys pretty well they understand. Um, and, and, you know, they kind of take you guys under their wing for for the week and, and have at it.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it, it's a pretty neat thing. Uh, and everyone says, you know, what the PGA is going to probably not be a major and the players are going to be a major, but I, I think it's a neat mix. And, and we always get the top hundred players in the world to play in this event. So statistically it's the best field in golf. Um, if you look at it from that detail, I know there's, there's 20 of us in there, but you know, don't discount the fact of those 20 guys, you know, I snuck in a couple of times, but those 20 guys can really flat out play. And as you know, Ben Cook finished 42nd last year as a club professional at Kiowa. So, uh, you know, don't discount that some of the guys are still playing and teaching the younger guys obviously are doing it more than we are, but, uh, it, it, it's again, it's the biggest event for me. And even the senior PGA is the biggest event for me now.
0: You know, BC, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this last year, and I I think now the question maybe is even better when you consider we talked to James Pyatt last year and his interact or last week and his interaction with so many guys. It's not like Sergio Garcia is going to help you tie a tie. Right. But what (laughs) is that dynamic between maybe the guys on the tour and the amateur versus some of you club pros?
1: Well, I, that's, I you mean, know, I think James has been used to being around Jordan and I and a bunch of the club professionals, friends of mine, and, and you know, even staying down a winter and down down south of me, a winter, and having, a, you know, with Scotty and, and playing with us, and I mean, we don't intimidate him <laughs> anymore, you know, and it's time that he's taken that next level up, and it's just a matter of time before he gets super comfortable, you know, and he just feels like he can walk on club professionals now, and now he's going to. You know, there's going to be a coming, a time and day where James is going to feel like he can walk on some of those fields. How
0: how is the interaction with you guys, the club pros, and 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 the guys on the tour? I mean, how do they treat you differently, or are they there with words of encouragement, et cetera, et cetera?
1: No, they're great. You know what? I I play a lot of practice rounds, with a lot of good players. You know, and I'm maybe the they they see me as the court jester out there, but. Uh, um More, yeah, the little, more, or less the the little com-
2: man. Com- VJ calls. I'm the little, little guy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: VJ calls me. Hey, little man.
2: We got me the story at the Masters. That's that's funny. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! Yeah. So I'm on the ra- I'm on the range. You know, next to James, and there comes VJ walking up to me. You know, behind me, and he goes, he goes, Hey, little man, what what are you doing here? You know, he goes. Everywhere I turn, you show up. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, well, I got a player in the field this week. He goes. He goes. You got a player in the field. You know. He was like surprised that I could teach that well. You know, <laughs> he was shocked. So I explained to him. The kid won the U.S. Amity. He's like, oh my gosh. He's like, maybe you come down and help help me out now. You know. Uh-huh. So, and then uh, I kind of talked to him, talked to him, and asked him to play with James on Wednesday. So he played a few holes with Vijay on Wednesday. You know, another guy with a green jacket. Hey, you know, yeah. James I, just. I, I, I can't get rid of you. <laughs> and you're, yeah. and, you you're, just and keep... your
2: yellow, <laughs> your yellow ball.
1: He <laughs> just keeps showing up wherever I go.
2: <laughs> Whether it was a Champions Sorry? Tour event or the PGA Championship or on the range at, yeah. at Oakland Hills in 06, it doesn't
0: matter. I you're at the Masters. That's
1: yeah, great. Very, I'm PGA. Sorry, buddy.
0: All right. Uh, we got a he's couple... great, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, I, I, I know a lot of people are going to be happy to hear it. Last week, we were... I I think everybody was taken aback. The kinder, gentler B.C. Uh, B.C., with that being said. (laughs) That guy's gone. That guy's gone, and and, and it's the B.C. So, uh, without further ado, the punk of the week.
1: W. The punk of the week by far, and he might have this more than once, is Jordan Spieth. I mean, the reactions, the commotion with his putting – is just i've had it up to here you know what go find somebody go take care of it and we don't want to hear about it anymore you've won a major a couple majors hasn't he yeah he's won a couple majors you know what go fix your putting don't complain about it fix it or just go away and that's all i gotta say about the bunk of the week Jordan (laughs) i I thought it was
2: interesting he said he said today in the interview that like I didn't really putt worth the crap, or why didn't have my A putting game, but I still managed to win. He goes, that usually doesn't happen, you know. I, I don't know. I he wears. Some people like that he says everything that comes to his mind. I don't, you know, I don't know. It kind of wears on you a little bit.
0: I don't know. Calling I don't Scott like the caddy well.
1: blame. Yeah.
0: He might win it a few yeah. times. <laughs> I have a feeling he's yeah. going to win it a few times. Uh, Spieth is yeah. still unfortunately yes. He's still only twenty eight years old. It's it's amazing. And uh, BC, he does have three majors, uh, masters in twenty fifteen, U.S. Open, and the Open in twenty seventeen. So,
2: but we have a new we have a new nomination. It's called the FGP, the Feel Good Player of the Week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And BC and I were chatting before the show, and I had the exact
1: same feeling. Harold Varner. This guy, Harold Varner, I talked to him at Augusta. This guy is doing everything correct, everything in the community, everything for his foundation. He's doing everything a human being should be doing. So yeah. Harold Varner, keep it up. You're a good man.
2: The FGP and, he of can the play. and I will tell you this, at the Masters, he walked by on Monday, and every guy in the range stopped him to talk to him. That says something, because none of those guys really want to talk to anybody. Everybody wanted to talk to Harold Varner, so uh, he's right. my new—he's not my new favorite guy right now. I, th- I hope he was going to win today, but he didn't.
0: See, I like that. You—you you can pound, but at the same time, you can give somebody a pat on the back, right?
1: Got to go both ways.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, P A W P O W ain't going away. F G P Feel Good Player. <laughs> Yay! All right, acronym, guys, baby.
0: always a pleasure. want to thank Eric Dortch and, of course, Jeff Marcero and Nick Roddy. Next week, we're going to be at the DGC. Looking forward to uh, being out there again. And, of course, uh, it's late July. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about it the next couple of months, but uh, really looking forward to the Rocket Mortgage Classic moving this year, late July, July 28th through the 31st. That's going to do it tonight. Thank you, Mr. Gilbert. Yep. Uh, for Jordan Young and BC, I'm Sean Belegian saying we'll talk to you next week right here on 760 WJR. Good night, everybody.